Hello, this is Chris. This is the End Evil Podcast. Check out endevil.life for more information, episodes, and podcasts and interviews. Right now you're about to hear part two of an episode with Nathan Crabtree. People get stuck in the movie. The children of this world are owed a liberty from the slavery that you are able to comprehend. This is the most exciting era in all of human history. It is the dawn of the freedom of mankind. Like you're saying, um, so many people I know, they're used to satisfying themselves day by day. You know, all work, you're in this left brain sort of do it mode. And then after work is just sort of this release, watch TV, take an entertainment mode. And um, my own family members uh, are living that way. And I really relate to your saying. I've been through some of the most extreme emotions this year than I ever have. You know, I've cried more in the last month. I'm basically splitting with my family because of the way things have changed. But... Um, Having the knowledge of understanding hermetics, understanding um, natural law, and meeting other like minds like yourself and other people I've been meeting, I find so much, um, not joy because it's not a happy time for me, but um, I'm feeling good about things. Like I have a lot of energy, I'm active, I'm excited about doing this work because I know it's the right thing and, and it propels me forward. Even in times when I feel like I'm surrounded by um, evildoers and I see even people that I thought were good that are doing obvious evil in the world. And part of the reason I use evil is because it is that extreme. It really is. And that's what people aren't seeing. I mean, it's like you have a, uh, some, you know, a, a demon or something like you could as, you know, a physical incarnate demon, just as an, an example, uh, the demon, when people are born, the demon gets their hands bloody and it gets that contaminates their soul. And that's the, through the process of like the education system, for example, the demon can be like this government entity and all everyone's parents complying with it because at the same energy that, you know, people are bringing into reality by choice. Some of them, some of these people are choosing to be evil polarized to the max and they want to contaminate as many people you know with their sickness and get their hands dirty so that you know they it's like they get more power over reality that way if they can just get everyone to be guilty and to be helpless and to be like damaged then i guess it gives them a feeling of power or at least we're all in the same shitty boat right well i mean they're yeah and they're the they're the captain of the boat and they're 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 they, they're like this sado, you know, masochistic, like demon that is driving the boat straight into, a, you know, an iceberg or hell or a fire, you know, and all, all along the way, there's all these bumps that everyone's just taking, you know, getting punched in the face constantly. And they take a stop at this evil island with an evil carnival. And that can be, you know, coronavirus. And everyone that's on that boat, right, is, is like, oh, here we go again, coronavirus next year, what's it's going to be some you know, mass shooting or some new law, they're going to try to take our guns or, you know, it's like the same demon. And, and, you know, there's a lot of people that are in this demons kind of, uh, you know, the crew on the boat, they have more authority under the demons religion than, than the average person, you know, but the demon, he's already, he's already ruined their soul. 
and they know that they can't, they're not powerful enough to disobey the demon. So whatever the demon demands that they do, they're, they're now the house slaves and they're like, well, well, this is, this is what's coming down from, you know, Satan. Like, all right, we're, we're doing the coronavirus thing. And now, now we're going to drag an entire country, an entire nation of people through this mud and get everyone's souls contaminated with fear and, you know, shame, like the mask thing. That's almost like they're symbolically, they're just trying to shame people or something. Tell them they're all dirty. You're all just dirty biohazards. And, you you know, if someone ever got even, even a drop of your spittle, well, you're now in trouble because you just contaminated them with your dirty energy. <laughs> yeah. And that, you know, that's been going on for a while is it's taking the blame for the problems in the world. Like this is what we've been seeing with the climate thing where, you know, you're the problem. You know, it's it's your uh, hairspray can or your car, and um, we need to start counting credits because it's all you guys that are you know screwing up the world. There, there's never this admission that oh yeah, well our factories are, you know, putting out twenty times what you know the average individual puts out. But the right. same thing like when we're having a water shortage up here in California, it's always like you guys need to stop using so much water. You know, it, it's always devaluing the individual and putting all this heavy value and um, weight on the side of authority. Right. And, and because people are so inundated and used to that, they just accept it as being normal. And shit, I even did for a lot of my life. I remember for, you know, when Obama got voted, I was still kind of like, yeah, you know, somebody a little different. I still I was, hadn't completely woken up to the realization that, yeah, no, government is slavery. Yeah. It, it took me a while. And so I can still empathize with how stuck people are in those ways of thinking and um right. but how to how to lead anyone in that direction is the tricky part you know too. one thing that i've been really thinking deeply about too is like how did society get this bad hmm. like our has a has a theory about the anunnaki's and the genetic modification i was like yeah that that could do it that could screw people up this bad where literally they got started you know two hundred thousand years ago screwed up yeah, we were actually a hybrid cut, you know, someone actually cut into the gene line and meddled I mean, with the DNA and then, you know, turned the dial to uh, extra slave in our brain, extra programmable, you know. What else have they done, though, in the past, like, 500 years that we don't know about, for example? Like, how could so many North American, there be so many Christians all running the same like delusional mind control Christian script and they're all going to church. And it's like, no matter where you go in any, any city in America is going to have, you know, probably tens or hundreds of these Christian churches and they all have the exact same program and they all got that program from their parents. And then, but where did their parents get that? And then, and then I can only dig back you know, to my great grandma is the, is the last person, the oldest person in my direct family that I knew. And she seemed to have the same Christian programming. But, but what happened to my great, great grandparents and then their grandparents to like, did, was there some sort yeah. of weird intervention where like, if you look into Tartaria, We're like reliving this trauma that happened way back in time, right? Yeah. Like one theory that I like is this Tartaria theory. Uh, you might may or may not have heard of it, but it, Part of that that um, theory was that there in the 1800s the dark cult won this global like technology battle and then they like 
because they they found some evidence that there was a bunch of free energy technologies in the 1800s and there was all kinds of things that people would think were technologically impossible back then and it's like almost like the dark the dark forces won this global like war and then maybe if they won that war then they 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 just had their mk ultra mind control slaves with this christian script that they gave them and that was my great 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 grandparents or something like because mm. that's as far back as my direct knowledge of my ancestors go and i'm just like but how can so many people be running it, this you know it reminds me what you're saying of um the book dune or the series uh the dune series frank herbert because yeah, I read it. oh man uh he really gets deep into some stuff like that where the the witches um is one he, he describes these different kind of cultures in the universe and this one group they're kind of like the eugenicists they're trying to control they're trying to create this perfect um specimen of a being and so for thousands of years they've been planting these religions on different planets and they do it just because um you never know when they might have to go to one of these planets so when they show up at one of these planets they already had somebody came, you know, a hundred thousand years ago and plant this idea about this fake religion that they made up. So when they show up, they're like the Messiah, you know, exactly. it's like that, that book describes really well, this thing that, yeah, this goes way back, you know, uh, humans would, being programmed is nothing new. Right. I mean, def it's definitely not new because how could it be this? Advanced? How could it be so total? How could it be so across the board that, that uh, people can understand you. Like we're speaking a different language when we talk about freedom, you know, or individuality. Yeah. I was watching this, this guy, Chris Gio, he has this podcast called Beyond the Veil. And he was talking about this time he went to Egypt to, he took ayahuasca in the Great Pyramid. One, one of the things he did while he was there, but one of the things he commented on, he showed us video, they got up at these Muslim people every like it was like it was every day or something at like four in the morning while it's still dark they would all get up and then they would start moaning and like all they, they would be just horrible loud sound every morning at 4 a.m of all these like thousands of of muslims all just yelling and and kind of carrying on and doing their it was called like the call to prayer or something and he was like it was like, oh my God, they don't even sleep in the early morning. Like this is like, it's impossible to sleep with this going on. Like how, and I saw that and I was like, how did they get people to do that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, then, and like right now what's going on with the mask thing, like I would have never believed it if I hadn't seen it and lived through it. I would have thought, no, I mean, I thought people were lost and confused and hypnotized before all this. But I had no idea that it was to this extent. Like, I would have never thought that, you know, 9 out of 10 or 10 out of 10 people would just be like, oh, sure, yeah, I'll just cover up my airway every day, everything I do when I go outside. Sure, no problem. I thought there would be people saying, well, why the fuck would we do that? That doesn't make sense. Even if it was an illness that was killing lots of people all around us, I still think there, there should have been a pushback for freedom of choice. I mean, maybe they just killed everyone who resists this kind of stuff a long time ago. And you know, we're just like, dealing with automatons. <laughs> yeah, we're just dealing with people who have the MK Ultra program that, that they developed back in Britain or something. You know, in the mid. They're all the clones. <laughs> the medieval or before that, and then just fuck with us. They sent people, their soldiers, to America, and they're like, they're they're MK Ultra program. So the the program says, "All oh, we'll kill all the natives and then set up our way of life, which is this regimented, totally." totally you know mechanical 
Yeah, mechanical clockwork, like just perversion. And like maybe, you know, there probably were a lot of people that were like, no, I'm not sending my kids to, to your schools. And they were like, well, kill that, kill that guy. <laughs> they just you went, know, they just went missing. You got people in this, these cults that are the higher up programmers, and then they can embed those people into positions of power. And then the higher up programmers have the demons in them. And then they're like, okay, well, you know, people don't like wearing a mask. All right, well, military is now taking them out because they don't want to get a mandatory vaccine. You know, and then people, average people who don't have that hardcore MK Ultra program, but they're maybe their great 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 grandparents did. They they're so they're just like, how could somebody be that evil? There can't be the people that evil. It's certainly not running the government. No way. They, they, like how how they have they have all these giant bombers, stealth bombers. I all I have a shotgun, I guess, but you know they've got stealth bombers. Like, what do you want me to do? I think I might just dissociate a little bit and and you know watch TV for a while and just yeah, it's just them. overwhelming. I think. <laughs> And, and, you know, that's the thing I've gotten into that. Um, it's sort of a trap in a lot of ways, discussion I get when with people where a lot of times the argument when I start bringing up some modern issues, I'll say like, you know, what's this mask thing is part of a greater movement to enslave us. And someone will say, no, I mean, I just can't see how you think that everything's all one big giant conspiracy. Like, that's really one of the major sticking points I get into when I have discussions with people that disagree yeah. with me. They, they just can't, um, it reminds them, it's like it reminds them of one of these movies where there's this one, the Joker, you know, and the Joker's trying to take over Gotham City. They're like, it can't be that laughable. It just doesn't make sense. Like, I know somebody in government. I know a police officer. I know a military guy. They, they always say something like that. And they're not in part of this thing. How do you think it could all be connected? Like, they really can't see the web of connections and, well, and it's, it, it's a long time to try to explain to someone how to see that web of connections. It's 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 delicate, it's hidden, it's obscured, and it's um, invisible in a lot of ways. I mean, the funny thing is, is that simultaneously as it is hidden, it's plain for anyone to see at any time. Because Once like, looking, what, yeah. is, what is government other than a conspiracy to control and, and kill people? Like, what is government other than that? Like That's what the, the word means. Conspiracy is two or three people combined for a subversive plan. Right. I mean, the entire society is nothing but a conspiracy, like a giant conspiracy. To like take your so money, many... to take your stuff and use it yeah. for what they want to do. Every single banker is a part of a conspiracy, whether they know it or not. Like I, some of them do know it, though. They, yeah. they do know exactly. Yeah, what advertising is a conspiracy to take your money, right? I mean. Well, they, I mean, there's like the, the there's so many big ones that people and, and see that's the program that is installed in people by the social engineers. It's like they the social engineers think of ways to just mind control people into not seeing things that are plain, plain and obvious for any fresh soul that is taking a fresh look at things without any pr sort of programming. Like it would be so obvious to any even a child that that this society is totally going off the deep end and that these people are just completely sick there there's something deeply wrong with them it's so plain and obvious for them to see but but the the uh, social engineers are like okay well in order to, to to brainwash them and hypnotize them we just need to repeat over and over again endlessly that there's no such thing as conspiracies and that and then they'll have like five or ten bullet points that you know don't make any sense that of they're just 
token answers that people word vomit out and they don't even these people don't even know specifically where that program came from they just it just repeats itself and then somebody's putting it out though through the media they're like well there's no such thing as conspiracies because nobody could keep a secret is one is one of the to the token talking mm -hmm. <laughs> even though you can find all these factual secrets that have come out you know that were secret for a very long time um you know things that one of the ones i you reminded me of right now a secret type of thing um i shared this recently um on facebook it was lloyd pie everything you know is wrong and um he gets all into some of the bs regarding um primates becoming humans and how the missing link doesn't make any sense and there's no yeah, bones so. in our body that match any uh, monkey bones. And one of the things he points out is how um, panda bears, um, they, for the longest time, people thought they didn't exist, this plant-eating right. bear. It's impossible that such a thing can't exist. And some guy even came, like a National Geographic guy, and said, no, I saw it. And they sent an expedition out into the woods, and no one ever found them for the longest time. 30 years went by before they actually found the pandas. And it's this slow-moving you know, plant-eating bear. Um, humans can miss shit that's right in front of them. We're very easily programmed. And for some reason, we, the average person thinks the opposite of that, that they cannot be fooled. There's no no well, possible way I could be fooled. <laughs> I mean, there's another way to look at it too, is like some, like if you program someone to be easily programmed, then they will, if, they, if you're the only influence they have and you're having the main influence on them, they, sure enough, will probably end up easily programmable. But if you program someone by just educating them to, to not be easily programmable and to, and to question things, then, then you're tra training them to be a sovereign, free-thinking being that is, you know, now it's like they're, you can, their spiritual state is, you know, a, like a rock that's based on truth that nobody can, nobody, no matter what they say, can throw them off of things they, all, they know. So it's like, yeah, the human conditions, maybe even the human condition is like, right now everyone's easily programmable because the dark occult won out so long ago and they've been winning battle after battle after battle. I mean, they, they haven't completely won or anything, but they've just got people into this state now where the, yeah, sure enough, they are easily, I don't know, maybe they genetically modified people to make them easily programmable, who knows? And it makes you wonder at this point where, um... You know, like we talked about before, how, how much effort to put forward, you know, like I'm putting a lot of energy into this end evil thing and, you know, trying to reach out, do a podcast and, and I have to. Um, but part of me doesn't really think it's possible right now to have enough people to really change this thing. I, I really feel like um, the more likely scenario is it has to play out in a bad, slow, violent, difficult way. And a few more people might kind of become aware over the next few years, but it might take a long time. Humankind might need to get their faces really shoved in the shit before we realize, you know, it might not be our lifetime. You know, maybe all I'm doing is going to seem in vain even when I die. But well, that doesn't stop me from knowing I still have to do what's right. Yeah, I, I, I can encourage you on that one because I've been doing it for a while too. And, uh, you know, thinking about these kinds of things and just processing all these emotions and like facing the dangerous reality and what I've come to you know realize as as far as like my life path and and I, I've also looked into this 
reality transurfing kind of like law of attraction kind of ways of manifesting things. And one of the recent books I read is called Tufti the Priestess. And it's by the same author as reality transurfing this Russian mystic guy. But he says in the book, you can't change the present. You can't change the past and you can't change the present because the present has already manifest. It's like mm -hmm. if you looked at the present as a screenshot, like a, a photo or something, you can't actually change anything on the photo because it's already manifest. Like he says, what people do though, is they get stuck in, in like if reality were a movie, people get stuck in the movie. They don't ever, their, their mind doesn't detach from the movie for a little bit and then think independently of the movie and the script in the movie it's like it's like they get this they're just identified with the physical they are identified with their role which is dictated by the script and the script was set for these people because they're trained to be slaves the social engineers are writing the script for their life and because they don't know how to take the reins the average joe have they've been programmed not to be sovereign and not to direct their own fate so they end up by default, just whatever script the dark occultists write for them, they sure enough, because they, they're not taking the reins of their own movie in reality. And the way that the book says the, to do it is that you kind of like detach from, from the physical reality for a second, and then you think a little bit into the future. I mean, it's, it's not like Eckhart Tolle where he's kind of obsessed with being present at all times. He, he, this book actually says that's what average people do. They're like, they're sucked, they're fully in the movie at all times and they're never trying to plan the future. And um, because of that, they're, they're, other people are planning the future for them and they don't have, they feel like they don't have any power to, uh, to do anything about it because that's the direction their life is, is going. And it's like, so it says like, you gotta work on, you gotta plan the future because reality, the current script is already here and the script is what pushes you forward. But what you can do is, is go into the projector room, switch the film roll out and just play a different movie. And then, you know, the reality he calls it, he has another um, analogy, like it's a two way mirror or something. And people, they get lost in the reflection of the external reality as being um, a reflection that takes a while to process, to fully reflect what you're, you as the image, the true thing that's being reflected. If you just change your thinking, then you're, you, the reflection will eventually reflect your thinking back to you, but it's got this time delay. Pros probably built in so that, you know, you're sure you know what you want. And so you can test a few ideas out and they're not just going to instantly manifest. You know, just because you lost control of your mind for a split second. Oh, now, now something terrible is coming. Where you're so you're so afraid of your thoughts because they manifest so fast that you just die because you had a, the wrong thought one day. Mm -hmm. Reality in this book it says it's a little more like a time delayed mirror. And what you do is you 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 need. There's no way to know this for sure except to experiment with it. You know, it's not, not like I'm believing the book. I'm just like, huh. Well, what if it does work that way? Maybe I should try thinking differently just in case it does so the mirror the movie that i have for the future is a sovereign anarchist tribe uh, me being a part of that tribe and then you want you want to put yourself in with your with like a mental simulation of you already being in that reality and and then you go and then the script subtly changes is what it says the, the movie subtly changes and you have more uh, power and authority over your own destiny than someone else does because you're the center of that part of the universe and reality. 
So it's like, if you start doing this with just your microcosm, you can observe subtle changes in the way things are going. And you, you kind of take power back over your own fate. And especially if you can use, combine that with what Mark Cassio does of trying to teach other people how to be sovereign and, and put these ideas out for other people, then they can, they can, the ones who are interested, you know, can absorb that into themselves and they can take control and then of their own life again and then be like, yeah, you know, I don't actually want to wear a mask every day. I think it's kind of dumb. I've always thought it was dumb. And then now this guy's telling me, me, I'm saying, oh, oh, actually I can, maybe not today because I'm, I'm in a job and the job requires it. And that's the script for the movie that's been playing my whole life that led up to now. But if I start visualizing a reality where I don't have to do all this stupid left brain crap, you know, like wear, wear a stupid mask just because the government said, how about we all just collectively, you know, people that I'm talking to, how about we all just visualize a reality where there is no government and there's no enemy at all and evil has already been ended completely and everyone's friends and there's no enemies at all and we all just hang out and we don't even necessarily need technology because maybe the two-way mirror, maybe we can control the weather just by, by choosing collectively or, you know, one day, like, what if it were actually worked that way? The only way to know is to try it out, you know? Well, it does. I think the tricky part for people to get is that, you know, there's this progression. You you think about something and you get an idea. You don't get an idea if you don't think first. You know, you have to take that initiative, right, to say, um, like, um, I like to make up songs. And some people say, I don't know how you could possibly make up a song. Well, I start making up a song by deciding I want to make up a song. I don't even have anything thought out yet. I just have this thought that I want to do this, you know, and that's the initiative part of it. Once you take the initiative on a thought, then ideas start showing up. Ideas can't show up without the initiative and the thought, right? Where where would they grab onto? So then once you have those ideas, an idea is something that can be manifest in the physical world. You can take action based on an idea. Like I have an idea. We could do this. Here's the actions that, that I would take. So now we're experiencing the outcome of what the original thoughts that led to the ideas that manifested into the actions that that's what we're experiencing now the cumulative buildup of everything we did up to this point all of us you know and so like you're saying if if we all start working on refining those thoughts then those are going to lead to more fruitful ideas and but everybody is influencing this reality and that's where the new age bullshit kind of gets it wrong because they start trying to say like Oh, you can just magically dream whatever you want, and that's going to manifest in the world. But no, everybody else is dreaming too. It's not just your dream, you know? One thing I found is that some people have more of an influence on reality based on how... Their attention, maybe? Yeah, based on if they're consciously trying to have an influence and, and how fast they think and maybe how smart they are, how much of an ability they have to use their imagination. Right. Like... You know, whereas other people, they seem to be maybe a little more mentally slow or maybe they're just too caught up in, in the reality to where they don't even use their brain much. Maybe they're watching too much TV or drinking too much alcohol. And so their brain doesn't even work very efficiently. And so they're not doing these, you know, daily visualizations of, you know, with the, and there may not, not, may not even be aware at all that it does in fact work this way because, you know, the satanic programming is going to tell you that thoughts don't even exist. Uh, the only thing that exists is matter and, you know, your emotions don't exist. That's why we're just going to, re- that's why humans are just resources that can be used because they, they're trying to tell people. They're saying you have no value. 
Yeah, they're trying to de deactivate your consciousness completely and turn you into an actual robot that they can just use up as a slave. You know, but some people fall for that and they end up not being able to, um, just by using their thoughts, they end up detached from that divine power of manifestation, you know? So it's like, you know, you could, if you work on it yourself, you can actually become, it's like kind of like a using magic is another word for it, but you can become more powerful than, you know, average people. But you're right, there's 7 billion of these people. There's a lot of darker cultists who, who know what they're doing and they, they use these techniques too. One, one thing Mark Passio recently taught, told, gave a story of was his time when he was in a, the satanic cult and he went to like this grotto meeting and they were all doing this mastermind group meditation where they were all supposed to visual, all the cult members were supposed to visualize this law passing. And they weren't supposed to put, you don't put too much importance on it. You just visualize together and they would, they, I guess they did it for, you know, 15 minutes, 20 minutes out of ritual, he said. It was a time where, you know. Like an evil it, prayer. Like, yeah. Yeah. And like, and sure enough, the law passed. And so there's dark forces using that, you know, mental, mental power. It's just, they're, they're not, they don't have as much of an influence on your life as you do because they're in a different space time lo location. So you know, if, if you abandon your power completely, then they have influence over you. But if you take that power back, you actually have more influence over your own course and fate than anyone else in reality does because you're the center. And so by putting out certain thoughts, it's like you're going to have more of an effect on your own life, you know, but if you can't wake up in time and start practicing it, you know, you might work, they might lead you into a corner that is almost inescapable you know some they get people backed into these corners like where like americans are in right now where they're they're shutting the farms down you know the, there's going to be a food crisis likely likely to be a food crisis you know they got people doing all this stuff that doesn't make sense you know in the meantime they're poisoning and they can them off. control people with the perception of a crisis we've seen that already you know whether yeah. it's real or not you know people you know, will believe so it it's like they built this trap for people for the last hundred years and they've so, been getting yeah, all, it's a good all trap. The on the on the chessboard. They're like slowly over the course of decades moving these pieces while people are just still doing their little, you know, masturbation every day. Just like drinking and doing whatever they, they like, taking any responsibility for things that are wrong in society. They're just slowly moving. The, now the rook's over here. Now they've got the bishop over here. Now, now, now it's like, all right, checkmate time. And now there's the coronavirus this year. And now we're one step closer to checkmate. But, you know, just one thing I do, I do is I, I don't really identify with average people. I like, I consider myself, you know, in some ways better than them, not in, in the way of, you know, I don't have more rights or anything like that. I'm just like, have better, better handle on my life than average people i have a better idea of what's more accurate idea of what's really going on in the bigger picture because i've done more research and so i'm at a in a better position to take take the reins back on my life and you know i think the, the divine i think power... when you're spending more time doing right actions it gives you a different kind of confidence because you know totally. i'm doing the right thing with my time totally does and i i have i feel fairly confident that there will be an actual sovereign tribe that will manifest in different locations like certain locations that you will see the police state get worse 
certain locations, you might not see much change at all. I and mean, people might actually just like, no, we like things the way they were with the Fed. You know, we were all happy at our jobs. You know, we just don't want to wear a mask. And then those locations will be like, yeah, and we don't want a vaccine either. We'll just keep, we'll just keep, the, you know, the things roughly the way they were. And, and then these other locations will take this, they take this, um, take this opportunity of all of this chaos. It's like a high energy environment this year where there's tons of energy flying around everywhere. And so you can ride those energy waves and, and manifest something very quickly because there's so much, like, I feel it's like an emotional energy and also a mental energy. Like people are like a fuel, really yeah. thinking about things more because there, there's big changes and stuff. And like, there's so many different changes going on in reality. Like, I'm pretty confident that I'm I'm going to end up with a group of people who are able to rebuild society, you know, to some extent, because I don't think that they're going to, the dark occultists, I don't think they're going to be able to really fully stop people who fully are 100% committed to being sovereign. You know, the more of those people that are 100% understand natural law and sovereignty, I don't even think they're they're going after those people because you know the 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 right right is on our side and so like the universe is set up for us to be able to easily overcome evil as long as we do things right and you know the again it's a numbers game but i think they're mainly just trying there's like they're just trying to manage their farm efficiently they've got a human farm and they're really just concerned with their farm animals. You know, if somebody, if one of the farm animals wakes well, up Well, and it's all day, become so computerized, too, now, to where you wonder how much human involvement there is in this bad plan, yeah. evil plan. A lot of it's controlled by computers at this point. Right. And, I mean, if, if a few a few of the farm animals out of 10,000 farm animals wake up one day and just fly over the fence, they might not even notice. They might not even notice that you're gone, you know, because they're just got... Managing a 10,000 animal farm is... Mm -hmm. is they got their hands full anyway, you know? So if yeah. some, if a few of them go over, you know, an hour or two outside of town and they end up actually sovereign, they, they might not even notice for a while. And then you just keep working on things. You keep, you know, like the Christians sure. say, how much human involvement there about, is in this. You know, natural law. It's kind of a plan. evil word. plan. A lot of it's controlled by One computers at this point. Words, witness, witness the good news. I don't know why they say the word witness to say talk to people. I think speak to people is a better expression for that. But if you why don't you that's probably a good segue um we're getting towards the end of our time here um why don't you take a minute and tell me you know whoever might be listening about um where they can find more of your work um yeah i'm doing my best with my limited budget a very 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 limited budget like i'm in the negative money right now but i've got a i've got a new cannabis hemp business so i i'm me and a couple partners, they're still kind of all about the matrix for now. They're not really as out of the box as me, but they really wanted to do a hemp farm. So I sell, I sell CBD now. Our business is called Ozark Mountain Cultivation. We have a website and we're about to get the payment processor set up so we can finally accept orders and stuff. Uh, OzarkMountainCultivation.com and my library channel is Anarchy. I got that channel now. My old content is at Nathan's Freedom Zone. And I had a lot of really good old, older content. Like, I, what ended up happening is I uploaded too much classical music trying to make a bunch of money on library blockchain. So I uploaded like 15,000 classical music songs at least. And um, I, I own the channel Mozart, Bach, Beethoven, um, Rashmaninov, all these classical music composers. And the, I thought I would make a, a fortune on tips, but the tips kind of dried up for now. So I had to get a new wallet and that's why I have the channel Anarchy. 
with my new content. It's on this this laptop. My my old channels were on a Nathan's Freedom Zone though. It's got a lot of my older content, which I've got some really good gems up there. Some of that male male female um, integration thing. Um, well, a lot of good stuff on there. I'm I'm probably just going to delete my new content off Nathan's Freedom Zone and leave that for for old content, but. My main channel I'm working with now is library.tv slash at sign anarchy. And I also have that bit shoot uh, channel spirit runner with a dash spirit dash runner. So, um, excellent. I, I'll make sure and get those links and, um, include them with this podcast. Yeah. And hit me up on mines. I mean, if you or Facebook, if that's what you're using, Nathan Crabtree, uh, I tend to friend people who are into anarchy just cause I, I kind of want to manifest a sovereign tribe or, you know, uh, a sovereign group of people who understand how to live. That's Yeah, the... no, I feel like that's the time we're in. We need to network and um, build our resistance, our tribe of uh, survival. You know, it's okay. really down to survival at this point from my point of view. So, yeah, definitely. man, I, I really appreciate um, you setting aside this time to talk with me, Nathan. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad you're doing this work. Um, you, you have me on again anytime you yeah, want. Yeah, we, uh, we could do this again and keep going. There's, I could tell we could just keep talking into the night. And we yeah, got, maybe we like know. once a week or you know once a month or however often you want to do it would be would be good. I, I like the going for about an hour. That was, that was perfect today. So. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. We'll keep we'll keep in touch and um, strength in numbers. You know, my followers can now follow your channel and your followers. Vice versa. Follow we, we got to build up kind of a following so that we can have more ability to change the world by casting. And, and for people that are listening, it's like, it's not just that one crazy bearded guy. Look, there's two crazy bearded guys. <laughs> you know, it, it gives it a little bit more um, backing when it's not just the one personality and just the one face. It's like, right. no, and that's three or four or five or six or a million. You're the you first know. guest I have on my Anarchy channel. I'm, I'm kind of cool because I, I got the channel Anarchy on my Nice, so nice job, man. I don't know if that's how you found found me or not but <laughs> i don't remember i think we were both chatting on um after the show or something on the discord or something i don't remember how we first hooked up but okay well i've been all about it for a few years so i'm really happy to take the responsibility for that channel and make sure the content is quality and not you know what some just random guy might just take the channel anarchy and do something stupid with it so yeah awesome no everything <laughs> i've watched on there is um i can't find any disagreements i think we're um, cool. we're, we're talking on the same page so, um, yeah. I'll let you go. Cool, Nathan. All right, we'll be Good in touch to be on the show. And uh, we'll, we'll do it again. So get involved in your local community, with your friends, with your family. Do what you can to spread the truth, to work on freedom, and to end evil in our world and in our lives. Please check out endevil.life for more uh, episodes, for more podcasts, and the presentation series. Thanks for checking it out.